0: Hi everyone, this is Megan Gallagher and you are listening to Cut the Chase Podcast. Stepping out
1: beyond boundaries takes courage and the ability to dream. We are excited to share our new audio podcast called Cut to the Chase. The structure of this podcast embodies open dialogue with friends, family, and professional colleagues, talking about things that impact our ability to thrive. We hope that you will join our unscripted, unbridled podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 137, entitled Who Knew? Now, I normally start these podcasts off with the quote, And I did find a quote, but it actually is really not a quote. It's more like lyrics that came from a very famous song by the artist Pink. And it goes like this. If someone said three years from now, you'd be long gone, I'd stand up and punch them out because they're all wrong. I knew better because you said forever and ever. Who knew? Someone once said, count your blessings now. For they're long gone. I guess I just didn't know how. I was wrong. They knew better. You still said forever and ever. Who knew? So today, I have a young lady that is really shocking the overall social media platform. She's doing a great body of work that is out there. And she is our featured guest today, who is a 25-year-old two-time TED Talk speaker, three-time Amazon bestseller author, AfterBuzz TV host, mental health advocate, and writer for Meditation Magazine. After starting her business at the very young age of 18, she embarked on a journey to speak at high school and colleges across the country about her mission to implement a course on mental health in modern day school system. She recently began speaking in corporate offices and workspaces across the country. With these current stressful times, she genuinely believes that there needs to be open conversation about wellness and mental health amongst all ages in schools and workspaces. She's become Known as a figure in mental health amongst her following millennials, having grown up in the tech generation, she truly knows firsthand what it's like to become and have a healthy, happy, adult lifestyle in the midst of the social media craze. She's used her voice in a source of supporting positivity, strength, to encourage those who struggle with mental health and paving the way to remove the stigma behind mental health conversation for all. Now, I know I've said a mouthful about this young lady, and uh, she's been someone that I've kind of admired and, and I've had a lot of respect um, and, and and really quite impressed with all the things that she's been out there doing in the world. And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce to our listeners, Miss Megan Gallagher. How are you doing today, Megan? Do you have any opening remarks?
0: Hi, Greg. I am so excited to be here. Um, I really, you know, this is so special to me, and I cannot wait to dive into a uh, conversation, you know, about mental health and my own journey um, and how, you know, it's just such a huge topic right now because I think everyone has their own story with mental health and I think um you know everyone has just had experiences where they felt anxious or uh, depressed or you know just not good enough and it's something that we all struggle with on a day-to-day basis and um I'm just excited to get chatting
1: Absolutely, absolutely. We're definitely delighted to have you on board, and uh, let's jump into it. Let's cut to the chase. So, Megan, you know, you started your embark journey at a very young age. Can you describe to our listeners what was transpiring in your life at the age of sixteen and seventeen years of age? Were you struggling at that time with, you know, mental health issues? Were you struggling with the fact of trying to cope? and deal with society as a young teenager in trying to figure out your path in life. Help us understand that, please.
0: Yes, so um, my own path in life, um, I, uh, you know, growing up from a really young age, um, I struggled and it wasn't until I turned, I would say 14, I was a freshman in high school And, um, you know, I just reached a point where I, um, knew I was struggling and it was something where I had to confront it and I had to just, I don't know. I kind of had a moment where I was like, you know, I'm feeling really, really anxious. And, um, I, I don't know. I just knew that I could be living a better quality of life in my struggles with anxiety just, I've had anxiety my whole entire life and it's not something I have anymore. I've, you know, worked through it. Um, I don't really get panic attacks and I don't get anxious, but, um, you know, it's something that, um, it's just near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I remember when I was a teenager, I was, um, I was bullied and I had many experiences of just, you know, being not included in parties and certain things. And, um, so for me, it's like, I just hold that time. So close to my heart because, um, I, you know, I just remember it like it was yesterday and I remember how hard it was being a teenager and I felt so different from everyone. Um, And I never, I don't know, I just, I felt constantly just judged and I felt like there was no one that looked like me and I felt, you know, not pretty enough. And I felt all of that all the time. So for me, like what I do now with public speaking and motivational speaking, um, it's something that is just so personal and it's just so exciting because, um, I really, you know, I have such a passion for inspiring others and for lifting up others and just to live their best life. Like, I, you know, I really want to leave a positive kind of note on this world. And I want to just inspire others to just reach for the stars and to know that, um, you know, anything is possible.
1: Right, right. You know, you know, we admire you for your vulnerability and your courage to step out, particularly in in this current, you know, climatic condition that we're dealing with. This socialistic, you know, condition that we're dealing with, and being vulnerable to share your story. You know, I want to I want to take kind of a little bit of a step back because you know there are several things that you stated earlier uh, that really triggered. You know, things that I even suffer with as you know, looking back on my childhood, you know, growing up in a small town of Mississippi, um, we were not living at that point in time in segregation, but however, it still felt like segregation because of the the simplicity of, you know, um, the whites lived on one side of town and 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 the you know the blacks lived on another side of town, but yet our schools were mixed, and so for me. I always felt that my parents brought me up where I didn't see color. I didn't see, you know, there's, you know, the difference in a variation of individuals. I mean, if you treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you with respect. But what I found is that throughout my teenage years, you know, early high school years is that I had this sensation or, or feeling that I always was not able to fit in. You know, my cousins and everybody else. They played, you know, more competitive sports. And for me, I gravitated towards track and field. Um, you know, I never had, you know, a girlfriend throughout the whole time that I was going to uh, to high school. And for that fact, I didn't even go to prom. You know, it's just one of those things where, you know, when you step back and you look at where you are today in life and you can and you not necessarily compare it, but you look back at your history as to what brought you forward it really resonates you know of course they didn't have words like mental health and wellness and all these other various things that we talk about today but these were things that even back in the 70s for me i was still coping and dealing with as a part of my life to basically just try to fit in and when you said earlier that you felt like you didn't look like or you didn't you didn't um, you didn't get invited or or things like that to me, all of those things happened to me because of the simple fact that I was a skinny little kid, you know, and being a skinny little kid, you know, not not having uh, you know, uh what I would consider to be, you know, a, a boastering, you know, personality. I was, you know, somewhat shy, always was picked on, had nicknames and things that I didn't <laughs> like. These were things that just mentally didn't set well with me. And so, you know, I guess my question to you when you were talking about those things and how you've carried yourself forward and gotten beyond those things and kind of buried them in your past do those things tend to surface at any point in your life today
0: yeah um honestly that's a great question i you know i've done the inner work like I, I, I still have a therapist to this day. Like I, my first therapy session was when I was 14 and, um, now I am 25. Um, you know, it's like, I've done the inner work. I know who I am. I know what my triggers are. You know, I know what to avoid all of those things. And so for me, um, you know, it's like, I've done the work and I know, kind of who I am and how to set myself up for success. So I don't really, I don't know, you know, like I, it's like, I still have moments of course, where I feel anxious. Like, you know, we're all human beings. We all have our moments, but I think, um, it's, you know, it's still, I don't know. It's still, you know, I'm still a human being. And I think that's something social media, uh, you know, creates this facade where we feel like, um, you know, like we forget that everyone is just a person and we forget that, um, you know, everyone has feelings and we forget, um, that, People are just, you know, everyone's a person and it's important to remember, um, you know, as we go about our lives and our days, it's like, keep in mind that, you know, everyone is just a person um, and we all have moments where we feel, uh, you know, anxious or stress or, you know, we all have those moments. And so for me, I think it's just being mindful of you know if i'm feeling stressed or um just anything it's like i just am aware of my feelings and aware of how i want to feel on a daily basis and um you know i will say just now at 25 like i i definitely am a different person and um i'm proud of myself and who i've become and who i've grown into but mm-hmm um, you know, it's like, I just, I don't know. It's like, I love the person I am. And I think it's so, uh, I don't know. It's just so fun, just kind of growing into like this human being. And I don't know, just seeing where my life is taking me is something really, really powerful.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And your life is, uh, is definitely on a rocket ship trajectory at this point in time, you know, even in my intro as as we introduced you know some of the great things that you've done, and there was a few things that I left out, but you know you are you're in the tranche of a movement right now that is happening at such an accelerated pace, and I guess you know one of the things that I would like to ask in my next question is. Through the things that you have endured in your past and all of the therapy, coaching and, and, and things that you're going through today and you continue to go through to better yourself. Do you find that this pivotal moment in time finds you as an individual doing things that are outside of the box that you envied in the past or do you find yourself going down a trajectory now that you aspire to become and the reason why I'm asking you this is because we all know at least I know um that you're pursuing your modeling career and there's a lot yeah. of things that are going on with modeling and when you have like like we talked about earlier when you have these mental issues or steam issues you don't feel like you fit in you don't feel like all of these things are, are, are privy to you or a privileged to you, those type of things don't come very easy to showcase yourself as a model, to have the confidence to be in front of a camera. And so I guess my question is, is how are you coping to really move those things forward? Now, I, like, like we said, you're going through therapy, but are there systems, are the practices that you're doing to constantly remind yourself that you have gotten over the hurdle?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I would say, you know, like in the industry, which I feel so grateful to be a part of, um, I, you know, I love modeling. I think it's such a beautiful artwork. And I think the, um, I think the body is so stunning and that's why I love modeling. It's because it's, it's art. And I think the human body is just, it's so powerful and I love seeing you know, like what a clean diet and exercise it can do for a person. And I love seeing my own body transform through hard work. And, you know, it's like, I, I just, that's what I love about modeling and high fashion is, you know, there's no off limits. And I, one thing I love about modeling is, um, you know, just there's room for everyone and it's 2021. And I think it's so powerful because um, you know everyone's body is beautiful, and I, you know, I like no one is perfect. Like we all have things we mm-hmm. get insecure about and hung mm-hmm. up on. Um, and I myself have had moments where I, you know, just feel not good enough, or I didn't get selected for a certain um photo shoot, and I start mm-hmm. to think like, oh, it's because of this or that or that. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, I think. I don't know. My mindset is, I believe that we all deserve to feel our absolute best. Right. And I think we all should, this is just me and not everyone may agree with this, but I think we all should, um, you know, like really strive to live our best life and to realize Mm -hmm. that, you know, we all just deserve to feel healthy and like our best. And my motto is, you know, like whatever, whatever floats your boat and makes you feel like your best self, you know, it's like, just do it. And I think that's something I stand by. And it's something I like to empower other people to just do whatever makes them happy. Cause at the end of the day, it's your life to live. And I think, you know, it's like, if people are going to judge you or shame you or, and that goes for, you know, both ways. I mean, people shame, you know, people who are plus size or curvy, but also, you know, skinny shaming exists and people, um, you know, people shame people of all heights and weights and body types and everything. And I, I think it's absolutely, you know, like disgusting. And I think everyone deserves, like I said, to embrace their natural body some people are naturally six foot five. Some people are naturally five foot two. Some people naturally, you know, have wide hips. Some people don't. It's like, everyone is beautiful. And I think, you know, in our society, just, I don't know, like I've I've been a victim of it before. And I've had people call me, you know, manly, and I look too muscly and like really offensive things that you know, thankfully I have really thick skin and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've learned to love my body and I've learned to love my muscles and that's something that I love. And so I really like to empower people, you know, with my platform on social media, um, you know, not just like motivational mental health stuff, but as I get, you know, more like I am so passionate about modeling, um, and I love just photography and I love fashion and I love, you know, like decorating and everything and um, just like art. I think it's so stunning. And so I think for me, it's empowering people by showing my own body and how much work I put into it. And, you know, that's another thing too. I don't think a lot of people realize modeling is a full-time job. And I think a lot of people, you know, not everyone, but I think a lot of people, um, are under the impression of like, oh, it's just a pretty face and oh, it's this, but it's like, oh no, it is so much more. It's literally a nonstop job where you're on all the time. And it's not just showing up to a photo shoot and, you know, looking good. It's, um, you know, actually being camera ready you're in good shape, you're watching your diet, you're getting enough sleep, you are traveling all the time. You have to be like there's so many things that go into it where it's not for everyone, but you know, it is for me and I love showing up early and being kind to people and learning and actually it's like, you know, in life you should only do things that you really enjoy. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it 100%. And so for me, it's not I have to, it's oh, I get to. And, um, you know, just realizing that it's a lifestyle that I never take for granted. And I work really, 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 really hard, um, just at my body and my mindset. And of course, I love to make sure that, you know, I'm still happy and healthy and everything. But I love seeing, you know, my goals come to life, whether that's like getting a six pack or doing that or that. And so for me, it's just, it's really, it's fun to be around motivated people. Um, And I love working out. I've always been active and I love diet nutrition. So it's kind of like all my passions matched into one. Um, So I'm excited, you know, just to see kind of where this takes me. But yeah, you know, to answer your question, like I think, um, you know, within the modeling industry, you know, there are so many um, just stigmas and beliefs. And when you're Mm -hmm. in the industry, you know, you're around more um, like supportive people. And I think there's just a lot of people who are not in the industry who judge and have so many assumptions about, oh, well, it can't be that hard. And oh, all these things. And it's like, well, doing photo shoots and standing in heels for 10 hours and you get like a 10 minute break. I mean, it's not, everyone can do it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, I don't know. I've, I don't view it as a job. It's such a passion of mine and I, I just love, I love everything about it. So for me, I am, I'm very happy with it. And I, um, you know, I think models are some of my favorite models are, um, you know, just the most powerful business women. And they are not only, like I said, just a pretty face and a gorgeous body, but they are so smart with their money and they're so savvy with networking and making smart choices. And they know that, um, you know, having a long, like a, having a successful career, it's not just about using, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's so much more than that. It's just fascinating to me because some of my Mm -hmm. favorite models are also entrepreneurs and Mm -hmm. they have side businesses where they invest in, uh, you know, real estate, or they create a wine brand or a swimsuit line and they collaborate with other influencers. So for me, um, you know, it's so empowering because You not only are just helping other people and females and everything, um, but it's just really, you know, I I don't know. That's what I love about it. I love business and I love being smart with money and, um, you know, just seeing my dreams and setting goals and achieving them is really important to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We certainly appreciate you sharing that with us. I mean, a lot of the... Instagram work that we've seen you, uh, put forth has been quite, quite significant. It's been, uh, been very kind of, uh, intriguing to follow that journey, you know, from, from the onset. And so my next question is, is, uh, you know, since we've been following you quite a bit on, on a lot of your, your modeling posts and things that you're doing out there, particularly when you fly to Miami, um, uh, what yeah. is the significance of wear pink on Fridays?
0: Oh my gosh. So I, if anyone knows me, my favorite color is pink and I'm obsessed with pot pink. I have neon signs in my apartment in Tennessee and Nashville. Um, I have neon signs everywhere that are like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's pink. It's like a pink Friday. It's a pink day. And so for me, if any of you ever listening, Um, you know, see me in public, I am always wearing bright matching colors. Like my favorite outfits are kind of athleisure wear or matching like the sweatpants sets. They're so in right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really think that, you know, like I rock those everywhere and I love just showcasing those. Um, So for me, I like, I don't know. I like using fashion and just my social media platform for spreading like uplifting other people, like by wearing bright outfits and by wearing kind of, you know, it's, I mean, obviously it's my passion. It's something, you know, it's not just an act. It's like, I, I genuinely do, uh, wear those clothing and I wear those outfits every day. And it's not just, you know, Oh, for Instagram, It's like real, but yeah, I like uplifting other people. And, um, I love, just, yeah, like, it's just, to me, it's fun and people like it and the bright colors are fun. Um, and that's just what I like to do. I like to express myself through, uh, you know, like colors and just, I don't know. I think it's a really simple way to inspire other people and it takes little to no effort.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly you're reaching new heights. I mean, it is uh mm-hmm. it's obviously an attention grabber, you know, since the first time that, that we encountered, you know, discovering you and from our first several dialogues that we've had, you know, it's, it's been rather intriguing to watch how you've navigated, you know, something that is, is, is formably something that is a very chaotic, you know, uh, means to, to develop your brand, to develop the attention, your brand awareness and all these different things. And we think you found kind of a unique, you know, um, way to kind of navigate that based on colors, based on your personality, based on your your mission and all of these great things that really embody who you are, you know? And, uh, you know, I look at it as something that if we were to get you back on the program next year, it will be something entirely different, you know, with, with regards to how you've grown oh, and how you've accentuated, you know, your brand and who you are. And so Megan, since we're almost out of time, I have a couple questions that basically relate to being the individual that you are today mm-hmm. and the circumstances that you have gone through. The girl that you are meant to be to the world, if just for a moment,
0: yeah, what
1: would you say to your 18-year-old self?
0: Um, oh my gosh, I would say just to be strong and to know that like everything you're going through is, um, you know, really teaching you just so many things that you, um, I don't know, that like are just going to help you in the long run and to not give up and to know that you're just not alone. And I think for me, like, you know, my high school, um, it was just hard. You know, I constantly felt alone with anxiety and I felt like no one had it and I didn't even know what was going on with myself. And there was just no, um, you know, like education and anything about it. So I really have just paved my own way. Um, and so I would say, yeah, to my younger self, I would say, um, Just never give up. And I would say, uh, I don't know, just, I feel like that sounds so cheesy, but that's just how I feel. You know, it's like, sure. Just never give up and to know that you deserve to feel, you know, like your very best and to know that you are going to be successful and it may not, um, you know, like look how you know, kind of what you're taught right now. Like you're, you know, you're not going to be like the typical person, but it's like, be brave enough to pave your own path and to not listen to other people because it's just, uh, it's important. And like, I, you know, I still hold myself to that today at 25. I know many people, you know, online or in person who I've, you know, stopped like becoming friends with a lot of people and I have, um, you know, like certain things have happened where it's just, people have come in and out of my life and I've learned a lot about sticking true to what feels right to me. Um, and so I don't know, it's just, I know who I am and what my goals are and I love staying by that. So I think it's just a matter of, um, you know, like, I don't know, Just staying true to yourself and just never giving up. Yeah, never giving up on yourself and your dreams and knowing that through hard work and just discipline and everyday dedication, like anything can happen. It's just really, I think the dedication. And if one person tells you no, you just keep on going and you never, never stop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that uh, I admire. About you, and I think that's one of the things that, from my perspective that we kind of found some synergy around because of the simplicity of of people always telling you no, I mean, you look right. at it from a standpoint of who you are and how you felt as a young person uh growing up, mm-hmm. and then of course, transcending into the young you know phenomenal lady that you mm-hmm. are today, I look at it from a standpoint of being you know, that skinny kid back in Mississippi where people were saying, okay, you know what, you need to go do this. You need to go do that. And, and those things were never something that I aspired to do ever in my life. And, uh, you know, I've since gone on, I've had successes and failures as everyone that has listened to my podcast, they know that, but, uh, yeah. you're, you're absolutely right in, in the context of being true to yourself. Yeah. And so my last question before I give you an opportunity to let people know how to reach out to you and so forth and so on, Ah. is I want to paint a picture for you. And the picture goes like this to the one young teenager listening to this episode today that is standing in the shoes that you once resided in. And if you could tell them unconditionally and nourish their soul with any body of information, yeah, what would that be today to help encourage them to move forward in life and really not consider what other people think? Oh,
0: that's a great question. Uh, I would say my best advice would be, um, Oh, I mean, it takes time. I think when you are a teenager, you know, it's like you're growing into yourself and, um, you're just learning about who you are. And I think there's a lot of just moments of insecurity and doubt at that age. I would say number one, um, you know, just give it time and just realize that with time and getting older comes maturity And, um, you know, just, I don't know, just, it comes with the territory. I think as you get older, you learn about who you are and you kind of just realize, you know what, I have certain beliefs and outlooks on life. Not everyone may agree with it and that's okay. And I think it's good in life to realize that it's better to live for yourself And to do whatever makes you happy rather than spending your whole entire life, you know, burning yourself out, trying to people please and make other people happy. Because at the end of the day, I don't know. I think, like I said, I'm just such an advocate for like whatever makes you feel like your best. Do it because life is short. And I think you only regret the things that you never do. Um, And I think people are just so afraid of what other people are going to think. Like, I think... Just we get so caught up on like, well, what if they think this and what if that? And it's like the truth of the matter is, um, you know, the fact that people do not care as much as you think they do and not in I a agree. harsh negative way, but like, you know, people just people don't like, I mean, people care, but I think we associate like, oh, if I, you know, get into really, really good shape, or if I do all of these things, then, oh, people are going to judge me, or I'm not going to get invited to all these places, but that's just not true, it's like, you should do whatever makes you feel your best, and not worry so much about, oh gosh, and then this person's going to treat me this way, and it's because of me, but it's like, actually, no, it's not, and you know, it's like, just, I don't know. I like, I don't want that to come across as like mean or cold, but that's just who I am. Like I've been through so much in my own life. And I used to just be like such a people pleaser. And I constantly was like, just going around a merry go round ride, like exhausting myself and just changing everything about me, you know, just to Mm -hmm. make other people happy. But it's like, Now at 25, I've come into my own and I love who I am. I love my body and like, I'm actually genuinely happy. And guess what? There's still people who want to tear me down. And there's still people who want to, you know, blame me or shame me or just be like, oh, you're too this or you're too that. And I just, I've learned to literally, it goes in one ear out the other ear. And I think like... So many people, uh, you know, just like constantly are just, I don't know. I think it's empowering when you have that moment yourself and you realize, you know, wow, I actually can do anything. And I, you know, I don't need to be held prisoner to, um, you know, other people's just negativity, because I think at the end of the day, the people who judge us are the ones who just aren't doing what we're doing. And you have to also, I think like the rule like of life is, um, you know, just knowing that you should only take advice from people who are doing exactly what you want to do because, Mm -hmm. Like I said, everyone's going to give you their opinion from their perspective. And unless Mm -hmm. you want to like burn yourself out trying to figure out why this person said that and getting 4,000 answers, you should really only be taking advice from people who are doing exactly what you want to do. Exactly. And people who've been there, done that. And like, those are just the only people you're going to get actual helpful advice from because or else, you know, you're going to drive yourself crazy and people are going to, you know, give their opinion. And I think it's just helpful to realize, uh, you know, you want to surround yourself with people who are doing more than you, because that at the end of the day will actually help you get to where you want to go rather than, you know, people pleasing or actually not bettering your life. Um, because, you know, it's like, I don't know. I think I think it's just powerful when you realize, um, you know, I don't know. It's just you get one life to live. Like you need to have that moment yourself when you realize it's just it's all about you. And it's like you should never just stop what you're doing because you're worried about what other people are gonna think or something. So
1: Right, right. Well we certainly appreciate you uh sharing yeah. that insight. You know, I think the things that really come out of that is the fact that, you know, patience is a virtue. As a young adolescent, young teenager, for me, I had no recollection of patience. And so if there's a way to instill patience into young adolescents today and teach them that things just don't happen overnight, even though we're in a technological social media frenzy where you can push the button and things can happen, it just really doesn't happen like that in life.
0: It doesn't. yeah, it's so
1: true. Yeah. And I guess the other thing that that I resonate with that you were talking about is acceptance means nothing if the individual and the community of friends that you associate with don't nourish the same integrity, values and principles. Their acceptance right. means nothing. Their their way of accepting you based on materialistic based on what you have, what you don't have, it's just something that is a mirage. It's a smoke. It's mirrors. It's something that will never provide you with a stable foundation to be able to grow and catapult yourself in life. And the last thing that I always resonate with, which was very hard for me to understand as a young adolescent, And it took me quite a bit of time, even after I was in the military for eight years, to really kind of grasp this concept. And, you know, who really cares? I mean, I think you summed it up very, very well. As long as you have integrity and confidence, you're trustworthy and loyal, and you do the things that you say you're going to do, and your actions speak louder than words, and you carry yourself with dignity and respect who freaking cares what yeah. the world says about you? Because at the end of the day, if you're not happy with the person in the mirror, then no one else is going to make you happy.
0: So true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Megan, this has been awesome, man. I mean, it's been well worth the wait. I don't know how you feel, but, you know, the one thing I'd oh, like no. to say is.
0: <laughs> the feeling is so mutual. I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, definitely welcome to the Cut to the Chase family and as we wrap up, you know, for those that may want to reach out to you via social media, they may want to grab uh one of your books, they may they may yeah. want to check out your your TEDx talk. How can they go about doing that?
0: Um okay so I have my website which is meganwgallagher.com it's my contact information my books my blog i post a blog every sunday at um uh noon central standard time um i love you know posting stuff i love being active on social media um i have all my contact information for not only public speaking opportunities um, but you know, like I have, uh, just all my books, like I said, my contact info. Um, I have uh, all my info for modeling, TV hosting, red carpet stuff. So if anyone needs any, um, you know, modeling or just, I do print commercial bikini fitness stuff, whatever it is, um, you know, I'm there and all my contact information is, uh, on my website and yeah, that's it.
1: (laughs) Perfect. 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 Thank you for sharing that. And I'd like to kind of wrap up with, uh, you know, kind of one final quote and it basically goes like this. You don't know what you want until you figure out the one thing you want to keep challenging yourself And if you do well or great at it, you fall in love with it or you fall on your face. Who knew if you didn't try to put yourself out there, you would never, ever know? And that is by the famous actress Lucy Liu and Megan we like to say thank you very, very, very much, sincerely, from the bottom of our heart. We uh, want you to continue to, con- to do the great things that you're doing out there. And if there's anything that Cut to the Chase can do to kind of help advocate that for you, we're, we're welcoming you to the family. And we'd be delighted to support you in any capacity that we can. And to our listeners, as I've always stated amongst the hundred or so episodes that we've recorded in the past, you know, life is hard, but we always must maintain compassion and empathy for one another. And as I've always said at the end of every podcast, let's challenge ourselves, you know, as individuals, as nations, as countries, as cultures, whatever you may consider yourself being to figure out how we can make this world together a better place through unity And togetherness, because we need that at the most important and in heightened time that we're in today to continue to thrive on this planet. And so, Megan, again, thank you very much. This has been episode 137 entitled Who Knew? featuring Megan Gallagher. Take care, everyone. I'm your host, Gregory Proctor. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cut to the Chase. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Cut to the Chase. You'll also find even more great content on our website at www.k2tcpodcast.com. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.